You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. me I believe the word of God as the full expression of the Godhead whatever God is that is his word for he has magnified his word above his name I believe God transforms his word transforms me I believe God is healing his word heals me I believe God is provision his word provides for me I believe God is protection. His word protects me. Whatever I believe God is, I believe his word shall perform in my life today. I can never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, this morning, I am starting a new series. It is our season of the Jesus culture. Praise God. And what I have to be doing is that if I don't add the midweek services, I will not be able to finish the series. So for your information, I will be teaching the same during the midweek services so I can finish this. Praise the Lord. So I want all of us to participate and make it to the midweek service. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, this is one very important theme to me. Very, very important because as I begin to teach, you would understand that this is what you need to understand and it will make your journey as a believer very fruitful. Very, very fruitful. If you don't get this, your Christian life will be without, with, with a lot of doubts and with a lot of guilt because whatever you are has not become your culture. You see, as I proceed, you'd understand that you need this feel cool. And then when you are walking, you can walk with confidence. And nobody can beat this out of you. You see, when you see an American and the person is a child Right from their childhood, you can see certain traits of an American. Why? Because right from the womb till they got out, they were feeding on a certain culture. 
So, at a very tender age, when they talk, you will see that they are talking freedom. Because one of the marks of an American is their rights. And so, right from their childhood, when they are talking, they talk freedom. You cannot guard them. They, 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 nobody stops them. Because it has be, been ingrained in them. It has become a part of them. You see, when you are a believer and you understand the Jesus culture, when you, when you talk, they will know. When you walk, they will know. All right. And so, I pray that as I go through this with us, there will be a major shift and a major transformation. Oh, praise the Lord. All right. So, cultures is what creates an environment that works. And you have the culture, you have the ideology, you have the vision, and then you have the action. Now, the culture, the ideology, the vision, and the action, all of these can be created where they don't exist. And they can also be changed where they exist. They can all be created where they don't exist. And they can all be changed where they exist. And that's why... Um, You can change your culture. You can change it. You can change it. Tell them that you can change it. Tell them the Holy Ghost works in you. And because of the work of the Holy Ghost, you can change your culture. And tell them you can create the Jesus culture. Tell them the Holy Ghost is already birthed in you and is at work in you. All you need to do is to yield. And as you yield, he will create the Jesus culture clearly in you. Clap for yourself. <clears throat> Let me give you some few, some few definitions of culture. Culture. What's culture? Write them down. Number one is the totality of socially transmitted behavior. Socially transmitted behavior. Patterns. Acts. Beliefs. Institutions and all other products of human works and thoughts. 
About 99% of how you behave is because of your culture. Because it is socially transmitted. When you get into an environment, you walk into a culture. And by the time you realize, <laughs> they socially transmit their culture to you. The next. Culture is the predominating attitudes and behavior that characterize the functioning of a group or organization. So when you go to every work, corporate entity, they have their culture. As a matter of fact, if you're a nurse, you don't have to wear earrings when you're going to work. It is their work culture. Those are certain patterns. There are certain patterns and behavior of a certain group organization. You don't wear, wear high heels. You we have to wear flat shoes. Is that right? Okay. So you have to wear flat shoes. It is necessary. It is the culture. It's part of your culture. It can never happen without this definition. The development of the intellect. The development of the intellect. The development of the intellect, the brain. Through training or education. Through training or education. So a person can be. <coughs> how people go and bomb. Another person. Put, put a bomb on them. And go and bomb somebody. As a matter of fact. The one who is training them. They have not even met them before. They train them online. Do you know that? These Al-Qaeda guys. These young, young boys who go, yeah, they don't even meet their trainers. They actually train them online. Yes. Everything is done online. They are taken through a certain kind of training for some time, and then they come to a place of decision. Because how you work the brain is how it works. And so you can work somebody and work the person, train them. As a matter of fact, do you know that when I live here and I'm driving home, it has become my culture so I can be talking on the phone and I'll never miss my way. Because I have trained myself so much that I know that from here, I'm going home. And my brain is gotten used to it. I don't have to think about it before I do it. It has become a part of me. Are you here with me? Does it happen to you? Yes. 
So there is no way you can adapt a culture without training. It can be an unconstituted kind of training. It can be a structured one. But whatever it is, you would have to go through some training. And the enlightenment resulting from such training and then education. The enlightenment. It's an eye-opener for you. You love it. It becomes your experience. And you want to live it. And so, you are trained in that culture. And I ask myself, how they are able to convince them? How they are able to convince them? And they are able to put the bomb on themselves. I don't know how they do it. But for them, they are enlightened. And they see suicide as a joy. You create your environment, and then your environment creates you. You create your environment, then your environment creates you. So it starts with you being trained. Something you start, and sometimes it's a bit difficult. So you are creating the environment. Very soon, you begin to behave the environment. As a matter of fact, the one who became part of the culture sometimes even lives the culture more than the people that trained him. Because you create the environment, and then the environment now becomes you. You epitomize the environment. You reveal the environment. So tell the next person, be careful the kind of culture you are creating. Oh, please tell them like you mean it. Because tell them very soon it shall become you. So tell them, create by the Holy Ghost. The Jesus culture. The, the moment you do that, it then becomes an enabling environment for you. It becomes what? An enabling environment. Praise the Lord. So if we are able to create the Jesus culture in this church, then it will become an enabling and praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. All right. Don't ever talk about culture without including yourself. Anytime you're talking about culture, you must make sure that you are, yes, you're included. You are part of it. 
How many of you say the Ghanaian culture? African time. You have become part. It's a Ghanaian time. They don't know time. But that's the way you are also living. When we schedule time, you don't come on time. But yet you complain about the Ghanaian. You created the environment. Now the environment has created you. Tell the next person, I'm getting out. I want to live the Jesus culture. Oh, please tell them like you mean it. Please tell them, tell them, I mean this, I mean this. I'm getting out. I want to live the Jesus. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I want to create an enabling environment. Praise the Lord. You see, most of the things we call Ghanaian culture, African culture, it is not Ghanaian, it is not African. It has nothing to do with Ghana. It has nothing to do with Africa. It has all to do with a human being that is gone savage and wild. And then we create a theme for it. And make it seem like Africa. But anybody around the world that doesn't have a good culture will behave the same way. Like building houses without latrines. It's not Ghanaian culture. Standing by the roadside to wee wee. It's not a Ghanaian culture. If you go anywhere in the world where people have not trained themselves, they will behave that same way. It has nothing to do with the Ghanaian. No. That you go and nobody knows time. Everybody comes the time they want. It is not any country's or any continent's culture. It is not. We have created themes for it, but it is people who have decided not to train themselves. Oh, hello. That, that, does it make sense to you? It's not, no. A friend of mine went to Singapore. She just came about two, three days ago. And she said, Pastor, I'm amazed. You won't see a piece of paper that you said the wind even blew it there. I said, wow. She said, yes. But how? How do they do it? She said, Pastor, it is the people. They have created the culture, now the culture has become them. That nobody dares throw a piece of paper on the floor. If you do that, it means you are not coming from Singapore. (laughs) 
Are you here with me? They created that word culture. And now they are called the world's cleanest city. Cleanest county. they created. It's a culture. It's a culture. It's a culture. They created it. The first time I went to Canada, first time, I was wearing my beautiful shoes. I entered the house. I entered the living room with my galley. And I entered there with my shoes. They waited for me to drink water. When I was done, they said, um, kindly remove your shoes. I felt so embarrassed. They said, well, we just want you to know so that when we take you out to our friends, they don't feel offended by you. I said, why? He said, because here, before you enter anybody's living room, you have to remove your shoes. It's our culture. It's our culture. I remember I was preaching in a friend's church in the U.S. And then I was giving an illustration. So I said, so the guy put the thing in the booth. And everybody was looking at me. I said, put it in the booth. And the pastor looked. So what we call boots, the car boot, they call trunk. So I was actually talking trash. Because nobody actually understood my illustration. I didn't understand the car. If you are a believer and you don't understand the Jesus culture, the Holy Ghost cannot work. He's living right inside of you. And he has so much to do. But because you don't understand the culture, There's so much inheritance that you can take. Are you here with me or not? I pray that by the time we are done, may we all shift. Say amen. How did you become born again? You received Jesus 
as your Savior and Lord. Jesus. But do you understand the Jesus character? This morning the Holy Ghost told me that anytime you're talking about the word of God, the word of God has two ends. But for you who lives the Jesus culture, the word of God <laughs> is the word of his promise. For you is the word of his grace. Because Jesus has taken judgment away from you. There are certain things in the word of God. When it hits you, it will kill you. But for you, it will bring you life. The reason why most of us are not getting the needed results like we should is because we are actually in a culture we don't have understanding to. We, don't, we have no clue. We have no clue. We have no clue. If you read Galatians chapter 5 verse 19, it opens us up to a category of people. This is a scripture that confuses a lot of people. Anytime they read the scripture, they conclude that they are not going to heaven. And the kingdom of God is not for them. Many of you have read the scripture and you've deleted your own name out of the book of life. How many of you have read the scripture before? And the moment you read it, what do you say to yourself? Eh? Then <laughs> you are there. Did you see your de yourself there? Did, did you? Are you here? You are not there. Are you there? Okay, so now, let's go. Go. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, <laughs> selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy. Continue. Murders, drunkenness, Reveries and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you, I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not. In you read this and you say hallelujah. How do you read this and say hallelujah? Okay, now, did you find yourself there? Eh? You didn't find yourself there. You found yourself there. One. Three. Ah. So. <laughs> that's, that's very, very truthful. So, so. <laughs> so if, <laughs> if that's the case, then it means that none of us will make it. Are you getting the point? What was Apostle Paul trying to say? Apostle Paul was just trying to tell us that this is the way people live. 
when they are not guided and led by the Spirit. So he says, for the works of the flesh are evident. Or in other ver- uh, uh, translation, he says, the money, this is what shows. Are you getting the point? They live a wayward life. Praise God. That's what he just wants to tell us. And so you see, when a person is not cultured, this is their life. This is their life. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. And that's why he said, said, for those that practice these shall not. When we are left alone as human beings, without the Jesus culture, this is the way we behave. Are you here? Yeah, this is this will be our life, and we'll be happy doing it. You know that when your guys, your guys, and those times, you know it, and you meet your friends, say, "I conquered three." Look forward, don't look back. <laughs> you know, and, and you are happy. You know, I, I tell you, tell you today three rows, oh, three rows. You know, and, and, and that's what gives you some satisfaction. You are proud, you, you, you understand? You want people to know that you too, you day. Because that is your life. That's your culture. But today, if something happens like that, you are rather running away. You are shy. You don't feel good. Because that's not your life. Because you have a righteousness nature. Oh, praise God. Are you getting the point? All right. So, it is so important that we are trained in the Jesus culture so that we don't go low. Are you getting the point? Are you getting the point? Yeah. Is it clear? Is it very clear? All right. Give me the next. Ideology. What is ideology? Let's already go. The body of ideas reflecting the social needs and aspirations of an individual group, class, or culture. This definitely has to do with a group of people. And that is the body of ideas. You see, the American ideology is that nobody can take my pride. So you see, that's the idea that forms the group. So the moment you meet any one of the group and you try to take away their rights, they will force and make sure that it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter. Even if you are the president of America, they will quote you to you. Because that's the ideology. That is where they function from. A place of liberty. Oh, are you here with me? That's where they function from. That's where they function from. That's where they function.
It's also a set of doctrines or beliefs that form the basis of a political, economic, religious, or other systems. A set of doctrines or beliefs. That if you come to politics in Africa, somebody just mentioned it. The ideology behind anybody going to politics in Africa is to go chop money. Oh, that is the ideology. If it is not on top, it is subconscious. It can be decorated. Are you getting the point? At the top. And give it a very good. But if you go small, you see. Because the moment they come to power, everything changes. Because it is a set of beliefs from which they function from. So you see, sometimes an individual may have very, very good intentions. But because of the ideology behind, they get there and by the time they realize, they are in. Because they don't function alone. Oh, are you here with me? Because of their ideology. They don't function alone. They don't function alone. So if there are 10 people who are sitting down and they are planning to come to power, one of them, his intention may be very clean. And really, he wants to do something for his country. But then there are nine of them. So in the end, the one who walk alone. And the ideology of the nine will prevail over the one. Are you getting the point? <laughs> Praise Jesus. So the moment that is the ideology, it becomes the vision. Say somebody the vision. We form our visions by the ideas, the body of ideas that run. Are you getting the point? If a Nigerian is doing something, they want to do it big. Because that's the ideology from which they function. You don't do small things. My brother, is it true? Very correct. Thank you. That's the ideology. They, he, he came to meet it. It's like an inheritance. We don't do small things. Oga Oya now. Now you know be Nigerian. You be Nigerian. So right from that's the talk. We don't do small things. We don't do small things. So they don't know they do it big. Come to here, Ghana. The ideology, everything small. You see, small. Small. Uh, that, that, yeah, that's where we, <laughs> that's where we function from. Mm, 
kwejo upe unwasem. Ye ni kitwa. Do it small. You, you. Am I speaking to the core of your belief? And you see, we, these are the things we would have to be shaking off. Because listen to me, we have become once, I will teach all of that, we have become one spirit with the Lord. We are united with him. So you see, we are now coming not from our biological lineage. And from the culture of our environment. We have taken on a supernatural culture. And it must start to rub on us. So we have to shake some of these off. Before we can be what he has made us to be. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I want all of us to participate in this. Please waste this mission because we're going to go into detail. You can see that I've relaxed. I've taken my time because I want it to go deep down. I want, I want it to go deep. So what is vision? Vision is your imagination of the future. Because of the ideology you have, that's how you see the future. Yeah, that's how you see the future. That becomes your vision. So if you are looking at the thing, you are not looking at huge. The point is, even if you decide you are looking at it huge, because of the ideology, it beats it. It, it can't happen. No, it, it's not possible. Because the ideology fights. Are you getting the point? Unless you form a new ideology, then it will change the vision. Oh, praise God. Otherwise, it will choke it. It will choke it. And the people that you surround yourself with will help you choke it. Okay? And that's why, whether wherever you are, right here as you listen to me, if you have started your own work, if you are doing something, make sure that you take your people through a certain training or orientation. Otherwise, with their ideology, they will fight your vision. When you instruct, they will never understand you. I would have taught this only to the leaders. But I decided I want to teach it to the whole congregation. Please, I want you to get this so strong. So strong. Your vision now becomes the image of your desire. And how many of you know that desire is powerful? 
desire. Oh, it's so powerful. Desire. How some of you are able to cross the motorway to go and eat fufu at where? At Bamami, is that it? Is that how you call it? Eh? Hey! You live at Agoba. And you cross the motorway because of desire. Some of you, where you have married, where you married, you understand what I mean? If I send you there, you say, Pastor, you are a wicked man. <laughs> but as a matter of fact, desire sent you and said, willingly, I will go. <laughs> I will go, Pastor. This, I will go. Desire. You see, when, when it, it becomes the image of your desire, People will try it, but they can't take it out. It forms your passion. It forms the fabric of your soul. It becomes intentional. It's not spontaneous. When you are sleeping, you are thinking about it. When you wake up, you are thinking about it. Wherever you go, you are thinking about it. And that's it. When people have taken over a vision, it takes over them. As a matter of fact, listen to me. If your wife or your husband doesn't fight you about your vision, you don't have one. You, you don't have one. I'm telling you, you don't have one. Listen, if your best friend don't fight, listen, because the people for which you have a certain desire for, and they have so much influence on you, if they don't fight you about it, then it has not crossed their path. It has not crossed their path. It has not. Check anybody. Anybody. I'm talking about anybody that has succeeded in their vision extraordinarily. The people very close will definitely fight them at a point because they will see that thing as a rival. Because they would have to sacrifice them to a point. Is that true? It's difficult, yes. It's, it's difficult, but it's true. Yes, it's true. So sometimes we have to negotiate. Yes. We have to negotiate. I keep saying that I pray that by the time I'm done with this, you shake. You shake. You shake. 
you will live the Jesus culture. You will do great and strange things. Yeah. People will speak, fight against you, say what they want to say, allow them. It's only for a time. It's only for a season. It's only for a season. People of vision can easily tell who is one of the main fabric of their vision. It's easy to tell. You, you don't have to look too much. It's easy to see. You will know. So easy. So, so easy. You will see that they have the image of your desire. Vision is also the completion of your journey. Yeah. The completion of your journey <laughs> is the completion of your journey. And the collective destiny of a people. Tell the next person, you are either in it or not. Tell them like you mean it. Tell them you are either in the ship or not. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's not a joke. Do you now understand why God had to come and die? God, because of the vision, had to come down as man to be beaten. The human beings he created spat on him, beat him, disgraced him. It's because. He is looking at the completion of the journey and the destiny of a collective, collective destiny of a people. And he says, no way. It doesn't matter what it takes. It must be done. Praise God. It must be done. It must be done. Now, watch this. What the world does, you see it in, as, I, as I teach, what the world does is that this whole thing, like I said, is the completion of the journey and the collective destiny of the people. So what the world does within their culture is to sacrifice people. To complete their journey. But in the Jesus culture, you sacrifice yourself first. Yeah. 
you sacrifice yourself for your sin. You become the sacrifice. If their sacrifice is more than yours, then there's a problem. If their sacrifice is more than there's a problem. I wish in the Jesus culture. So you are the first to be sacrificed. That's why you never see me or hear me complaining about things I do as sacrifices. Because I already know that I have to do them. And I do them with joy because I have the completion of the journey. When I am taking the reward on that day, they are going to be enormous. And I know it involves the collective destiny of a people. We have to get there. We have to go there. And we will get there. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.